Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. This month, we've been focusing on how to craft impact-oriented careers and highlighting women in the public and nonprofit sectors. But a lot of folks that I work with who are trying to break into this space are often coming from a more corporate background. Fortunately, Alexis Parada, editor at Idealist Careers, had just the advice for bosses looking to make up for some resume shortcomings the smart way. Here's what she had to say. We get a lot of questions from individuals interested in transitioning to a career in which they don't have a ton of experience. Of course, in the nonprofit sector, when you're on the job hunt and feel like your experience leaves something to be desired, your initial impulse may be to fill in those resume gaps with volunteer service. Well, I think volunteering is a fantastic thing to do, both for your community and for your resume. There is a tremendous opportunity to go deeper by creating your own work. If you're lacking the experience that you think you need, and you're not finding the professional development opportunities of your dreams at your current gig, consider inventing your own project and then finding a way to showcase that work on your resume. For example, if you're interested in becoming a grant writer but don't have the experience, show potential employers that you can write a proposal from their perspective by actually doing it. Just start by researching grants and foundations by category to find the grant that would actually be a fit for an organization you'd love to work for. Then follow the instructions provided in the RFP, which are usually publicly available, and go ahead and create a draft grant application. Or perhaps you'd like a totally different kind of role, developing website copy and content. In that case, creating your own digital portfolio is a great way to go, as it'll serve two purposes, really. It allows you to showcase your work, and it gives you an opportunity to create your very own website copy on your very own website. Pretty meta, right? My point is that in most cases, you don't need to wait for the work to come to you. Instead, you can create your own opportunities to gain the experience and skill you need by just doing it. My disclaimer here is that although you may have put your all into this project, don't try to pull the wool over anyone's eyes by throwing it into the job experience section on your resume. Instead, create a new category altogether called independent projects or something like that that makes sense for you and your work and highlight it there instead. So what's your take on today's boss tip from Alexis? It sounds like a lot of work, right? But when transitioning careers, sometimes you've got to show that you're capable of using your transferable skills by gaining the experience you need and want on your own. Have you used this strategy before or found other clever ways to fill in the gaps in your resume when navigating a major career shift like this? 
I'd love to hear about it on social media at Emily Aries and at BossedUp.org, or of course, in the comment section at BossedUp.org slash episode 37. Find more related resources in today's show notes there and more from Alexis at IdealistCareers.org. And as always, weigh in on the conversation in the Bossed Up Courage community on Facebook. I can't wait to hear what you think. Let's face it, speaking up at work can be really hard to do, especially for women and women of color. When the stakes are high and you've already worked so hard to just be the only woman in the room and you want to get everything right, you want to have all your facts and figures accurate before making your voice heard, it's just so much easier to stay silent instead. Researcher Deb Chahansky calls this loss of voice phenomenon. And it actually emerges in adolescent women at greater rates than men. And it sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Self-silencing behavior can actually become an unconscious habit unless we consciously engage in practicing our assertive communication skills. And we here at Bossed Up have set out to help women like you do just that. Speak Up, my live assertive communication course is back open for enrollment, and we're kicking off a new cohort launching this June. Over the course of eight life-changing weeks, you'll have access to interactive online curriculum and live weekly practice sessions where you, Irene and I, and a cohort of fellow Speak Up bosses who are owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org speakup. That's bossedup.org speakup.